Dutch bakery's strawberry pinwheel cookies onto a tray and carried it outside. Setting the tray atop the flat surface of a plywood and sawhorse workbench, she retrieved a pair of folding lawn chairs from where they leaned against the side of the house. As she dusted grass clippings from the chair's webbing, her cell phone rang. She pulled it from the pocket of her jeans and answered without checking the number. Hello? Silence. A shiver of apprehension skidded down her spine. No, please, no, not again. In a flash, she was back in her Denver apartment staring at the object lying atop the lavender-colored pillow sham on her bed. Fuzzy and tan, with tufts of white stuffing. A teddy bear's arm. Then back to Austin, and a yellow bedspread and the bear's leg. Nashville, another arm. Her room at Stanford and the empty bed where the bear belonged. Fear yawned in the pit of her stomach. Her pulse began to pound. Just when I begin to hope. As she yanked the phone away from her ear to check the number, she heard her closest friend, Rose Cicero, the town physician, say, Shannon? I'm sorry, that was a butt dial. I'm at work today and had my phone in the pocket of my lab coat and a toddler in my arms. No problem, Shannon replied, relief washing over her, clean and sweet as a summer rain. She ended the call a little weak-kneed and annoyed with herself. She knew better than to answer her phone without checking the number first. Letting down her guard was one thing, acting carelessly something else entirely. She felt safe here in Eternity Springs, but she had felt safe in other places too, hadn't she? Be smart, be aware, be alive, she murmured, repeating her personal mantra. If she didn't live, she lost. If she didn't live, he won. Unacceptable. So get back to living and pick your paint. It was the next item on her agenda. Trim paint. If she stood a shot at finishing and flipping this house by Halloween, she needed to choose a color today. It was proving to be a difficult task. With previous renovation projects, she'd known exactly what she wanted when it came to paint. This time she struggled to choose between two shades of red, and a bright sunshine yellow to contrast the creamy white of the siding. So an hour ago, she'd phoned for the help of a color expert, her friend and renowned artist Sage Rafferty. Sage had jumped at the opportunity for a distraction and offered to visit at eleven, provided she hadn't gone into labor. A glance down the block revealed the heavily pregnant Sage waddling toward Shannon's house. When she drew near, Shannon said, You look miserable. I am miserable. Sage grimaced as she tucked a stray strand of wavy auburn hair behind her ear. I honestly believed I'd have this baby early, but now I'm three days late. I'm having nightmares of going into labor at Gabby and Flynn's wedding. Shannon eyed her friend's enormous belly doubtfully. Surely you won't last that long. The wedding's still a week away. You wouldn't think so, but knowing my luck... Sage rubbed the small of her back and nodded toward the house. Let's change the subject and talk color. Color makes me happy. I can't tell you how much your phone call this morning cheered me. You gave me something fun to focus on rather than the non-eventful state of my uterus. So, how can I be of assistance? Help me settle on a trim color, please. She pulled a stack of scrap wood from beneath her workbench and carried the three painted pieces toward the house. After lining them up against the cream-colored siding, she rejoined Sage. I cannot make up my mind. 
Sage pursed her lips and studied the display. All three of those colors are lovely. That's precisely the problem. I know that color preference is as individual as a favorite ice cream flavor, but in this particular instance, I need to appeal to the widest range of potential buyers possible. At the same time, I need to make this place stand out. Are you worried about selling it? Sage asked, nodding when Shannon silently offered her a glass of tea. A little. Flipping houses is not for the faint of heart, especially when you're trying to do it in a small town. I had planned to have the house finished before tourist season ended, but I fell behind schedule because I put in longer hours at the pub this summer than I expected. Both women took seats in the lawn chairs. Sage chose a cookie to nibble at and observed, Murphy's Pub's new patio is the bomb. Shannon smiled. One of a handful of buildings in town that dated back to Eternity Springs' early days in the 1880s.